0: THE STORY OF Gladys BY MARIETTA HOLLY I leave my child to heaven, and with these words, Upon her lips the lady Mildred passed, Unto the rest prepared for her pure soul, Words that meant only this I cannot trust, Unto her earthly parents my young child, So leave her to her heavenly father's care, And heaven was gentle to the motherless, And fair and sweet to the maiden Gladys grew, a pure white rose in the old castle set, the while her father rioted abroad. But as the day grew near when he should give, by his dead lady's will, his child her own, he having basely squandered all her wealth, to him entrusted, to his land returned, and thrilled her trusting heart with terrors vague, of peril, of some shame to come to him, did she not yield unto his prayer, command, that she would to our lady's convent go, forget the world, and save him from disgrace? But hidden as she had been all her life, From tender human ties, She loved the world, With all her loving heart, A fresh free world, That God had made, And this life seemed to her, As but a living death, A living tomb, The harsh stone walls That from the convent frowned, Upon the peaceful valley Sweet with flowers, The beautiful green valley Threaded by, Bright rivulets That sought the quiet ache, dear haunts sought daily By her maiden feet, And wilt thou not, For my sake, And thou shalt, to save thy sire from shame so wore the dace, and still she did not promise, though she wept. At his wild pleadings trembled at his rage. Then of her mother's dying words he thought, Her dying words, I leave my child to heaven. And twisting them with his own wishes wove, a chain therewith that bound her wavering will, a chain made mighty by the golden threads, of reverence and of holy memories, and so with heavy heart she gave her vow, that in the autumn she would leave the world, but first for one free summer did she pray. And through those bright spring days she roamed abroad, and poured upon the winds her low complaints. The while her dark soft eyes sought all the earth, the beauteous earth that she too soon must leave. And all her mournful murmurs ended thus, with this sad cry of, O oh, the happy world! Ended with these low words as a sigh. I will obey, but oh, the happy world! O wondrous beauty of the morning skies! O oh, wide green fields with beaded dew impearled, The lark soars upward, singing as she flies, O oh, wave of free swift wings, O oh, happy world! O oh, worldless wonder of the evening sky, Far ivory citadels with the flags unfurled, Deep sapphire seas where rosy fleets float by, The golden shores remote, O oh, happy world! O oh, my blue violet by the laughing brook, My shy sweet darlings in your green leaves curled, Bright eyes, sometimes you will all vainly look for me your lover. Oh, the happy world! So passed the days of spring, and she must sign dull papers to appease the hungry law. And to the castle down a writer came, no graybeard old, and drier than his tomes. A tall, fair-faced youth with bright, bold gaze, and blood that leaped afresh with crimson wine, rash blood that led him to leap over a gate five-barred within the mossy park upon. A knight's old stumbling-steed that played him false, To its own harm for which it lost its life. More fortunate a youth, though bruised he, And bleeding from his many grievous wounds. And Gladys tended him with gentlest care, Till love crept in and took the place of pain, And in her heart took pity's weeping place, And dwelt a king, he knew she was the bride, Of heaven not to be vexed with earthly love, But yet upon the last night of his stay, As by the lake's low marge he met the maid, and saw her soft eyes fall before his own. He laid an almond blossom in her hand, a blossom that both sweet and bitter is, and said but this, Say, is their love a dream? Nay, not a dream, she murmured, looking out, to where the light upon the waters lay, a golden pathway leading to the sun. Their love the wakening is, the life we live. Is but a dream, Then, with a sudden hope, he would have caught her hands, but no, she clasped them over the snowy muslin on her breast, and on her heart, like drops of crimson blood, there lay the lady almond blossoms, bitter sweet. and far away her pure eyes looked adown, that shining path across the summer sea. Nay, life a long dreamess, a sleep that lasts, until we waken in the land of love. But though thus calmly did she speak to him, when he had gone to hide his breaking heart, as best he might to bravely bide his time, "'and do his life-work as she bade him do.' "'Then all her lonely haunts echoed this cry, "'this cry of deep anguish, "'Oh, my heart! "'Why did I pray for one more summer bright? "'The outward world but held me in time past. "'Now life and love have added links of might, "'a chain that fetters me, that holds me fast. "'I will, I will obey, but, oh, my heart! "'My life was like some little mountain-spring, "'by slight waves stirred till some deep overflow.' "'Swift breaks its peace, then with its risen king, "'Down to the mighty deep it needs must go. "'Thus did I follow love, but, oh my heart! "'For dear love sought me, claimed me for his own, "'And called me with his voice so strong, so low. "'I followed unto bliss, thou hapless one. "'I did bethink me of my cruel vow. "'The vow I will obey, but, oh my heart!' "'And through the long still nights this cry was hers, "'As on the couch she lay till dreary dawn.' her large eyes dark with horror looking out upon the pitchy darkness unafraid, and as the breathings of the new spring breeze, soft sighs of sad complaint to autumn storms that hold the burdened sorrow of a year, was this her sigh of, "Oh, the happy world, to this despairing cry of, "Oh, my heart! And as the year's late winds leave pale and chill, the earth so did this weary cry of hers, so oft repeated leave her lips like snow, and oft the lonely midnight heard her moan. Of hopes forgone, that woman hold most air. No little ones to ever cling to me. In closest love, look on me through his eyes, and call me mother, bless me with his smile. Then low in tearful prayer her voice would sound, despairing wailing through the lonely room, the silent turret chamber steep and high. Thou maiden mother, Mary, knows my heart. Thou who didst love and suffer, look at me oh pity me sweet mother of the christ then would the passion of her woe die out in dreary calm as a chidden child who cries himself to rest subs in his sleep so pitiful would sound the latest words i will i will be patient and obey but all the long day silent anguish all the secret tryst she kept alone with pain wore her meek face till like a spirit's looked it gleaming white from out her shadowy hair and so the last day came, the day of doom, the dreaded day when she should leave the world. But he who holdeth little useless birds in his protecting care looked tenderly upon this patient soul so sorely tried, this sweet soul purified by all its pain. For on this day, so fair a morn, it seemed, a heavenly peace sunk down to this sad earth. From gate ajar the bright and pearly gate swung widely open for an angel guest. A faithful servant climbed the winding stair, sent by her eager father with the dawn, to rouse her, to tell her that the hour had come, when she, to save his name, should leave the world. And as the woman stood beside the couch, she said, Sweet soul, she talks out in her sleep. For there she lay, with closed eyes murmuring low, with mournful brow, with sad lips, O oh, dear love! Then cried out with a sob, Tis not a dream! Then spake of blood-red blossoms, bittersweet, and with her white lips sighing this she sunk into what seemed to be a dreamless sleep and as the loving servant weeping stood loth to awake her to her evil doom she opened her large violet eyes and gazed upon the morning sunlight stealing in the clear light trembling growing on the wall and as she looked her eyes grew like the eyes of blessed angels looking on their lord and high toward heaven she lifted up her hands then clasped them in content upon her breast, and cried out in a glad voice, O oh, my heart! And with such glory lighting up her face as if the flood of joy had filled her heart and on her lips with blissful smiles, she left the world and saved her sire from shame. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.